Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Marla Martinson, and if you've been with me before, welcome back. If you're new, I'm so happy that you're here. I am a transformational life coach, matchmaker, award-winning author, um, energy healer, and tarot reader, and we're going to be reading some um, cards today. My uh, gal pal and special guest today is Ronnie Ann Ryan, who's a, also a dating and life coach and psychic. And we're going to have some magical fun and insight um, helping you to uh, get some answers to whatever's on your mind. But I just wanted to share something. Um, this is from The Secrets of Attraction by Sandra Ann Taylor. And a lot of women will call in whether it's it's here on the podcast or calling in on the hotlines that I work on or, or asking Ronnie or, or myself uh, for a reading on their love life. When is that person coming? Um, and so I just wanted to share something. Uh, this is pretty deep, and, and, and I've noticed with myself going through three marriages and always picking the toxic um, situation and being involved in that and picking men with narcissistic qualities and then having reactive abuse and, and being miserable because the other person is doing something to me or said something or is not doing something that I want. I've learned something very profound and that's taking responsibility for our own happiness. So we've got to redefine ourselves fully, spiritually and lovingly. And if we don't, we'll be compelled to seek our definition of that outside of ourselves, often through our relationships. Looking for a relationship to light the darkness of your life is like looking in the distance for the switch to turn on the lights at your home. So I'm just going to share this. Take responsibility for yourself and your happiness. The process of redefining yourself establishes your eternal value and authentic power. Based on this, you must assume 100% responsibility for the quality of your life experience. You must first do this by pursuing interests of value and engaging in activities of honor and compassion. If something is inherently unhealthy or harmful in your life, you must take responsibility for changing it. This decision to take responsibility marks a major shift in your personal energy. The energy of one who is decisive, self-directed, and responsible creates a harmonic resonance with the loving intention of the universe. The energy of one who is undirected, reactionary, and irresponsible creates a vacuum where the loving intention of the universe can't flourish. That's what I was doing for so many years. I created this vacuum of uh, patterns of picking the same kind of guy, being uh, not happy, not getting what I needed in, in a relationship. Ultimately, no one else can assume responsibility for your identity, worth, or happiness. It is simply not possible to be so disempowered and still be happy. You have only two choices 
to take responsibility for your own happiness or be willing to be unhappy. And taking responsibility means refusing to be a passive witness to your life, always following the path of least resistance. It means asking yourself what you can do to create happiness, then putting forth the effort to do it. It means living with a purpose that's self-realized, asking the hard questions and being accountable for the answers. You don't need someone else to make you feel better about yourself. You don't need a relationship in order to be spontaneous, fun-loving, adventurous, or playful. Taking responsibility is the intent to actively bring these elements into your life yourself. It's choosing to see the potential for pleasure and peace in every moment and to be optimistic, conscious, present, and aware. Continue making the choice to be happy. Perceive the joy that is your daily that your daily life has to offer and create more of it. It's your responsibility. So you're not waiting to be happy once you meet Prince Charming. You're not waiting to go take go to take that trip to Paris or the Grand Canyon waiting for someone else to come in your life. You're taking the reins in your own hands and um being happy first. And that's when the you become magnetic and then sure it's fun to be in a in a great relationship sure it's fun to have someone to play with right ventures start a family with so but it has to come from you being happy first so i am going to bring on uh ronnie hey ronnie hi how are so you doing excited for today yes yes Things. Uh, I know you had a little bit of a little bit of a stressful morning, but you're here, and um, we. And like you said, you know, I said, hey, you can, you know, you don't have to show up. I can do the podcast myself, and you're like, no, but I love it, and that's what I'm talking about. We've got to do what we love. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And I cleared my energy, so we're good to go. Oh, great. Now, you know, you're you've been working a lot with past lives. Before we take some calls. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, in the readings, when we get into these sometimes even karmic relationships or we have the same patterns, um, what do you think about these, the past lives uh, referencing into the, our now present life as far as romantic relationships? Well, you know, it's, it's always fascinating to me because I never know what we're going to find out, so it's an adventure every time. And I just did a reading for a woman who said that she struggles in all of her relationships and she tries hard to make things work. And she says now that she's older, she knows to stop trying hard and not to do that Mm -hmm. or whatever. To know, like, as an example, what is that about? And so we went back and found a past life where her father had, was he was royalty, not a king, but he was up there, and he did something wrong politically, and they took his lands and his title away, and suddenly she became not good enough, and she's been carrying that not mm. good enough because of the wow. father I know, powerful for you know hundreds of years, life after life, and so she's funneled that now. It comes up in her relationships. And so we worked to release that or whatever. And when we were done, she was like, oh, my gosh, I feel so much lighter. So, you know, Mm. a lot of what's going on for us really is all here in this life. But sometimes there are root causes of things that we can go back and look at. And that's why I love doing this work. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And and so that's also you do the Akashic Records, and that's the delving into. Well, the Akashic Records is that past and future lives. Well, how I look at the Akashic Records are that it's definitely a record of everything you've done up till now, including your present, and how it uh-huh. holds your future. The way I understand it is, it has your future potential, but it's not etched in stone because we have free will and we can mm-hmm. make different choices and so it shows possibilities but I don't really look to the future and the records I really look for, to the past and the present that's my focus mm, okay and so if people want to Akashic record reading with you um, what, what's your website Ronnie oh yes never to which is T-O-O never too late dot biz and that's where you'll find okay it. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and if you guys want a reading with me, go to MarlaMartinson.com. But we're going to do some readings here. I'm going to pick up uh, area code 504. Oh, hi there. Well, hi there, guys. Thank you. Um, the reason why I'm calling is I'm just curious, um, not for what, any what's other your reason. Name, first of all, what, my, what's your name? Oh, I'm sorry, you? Kelly. That's okay. I apologize. Kelly. Okay, yes, great. my name is Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Hi. Okay. And I would love, oh, okay. I would love for you guys to delve into your magic places that you go to see if you could see into my past lives on where this particular habit or, or pattern comes back into my life this lifetime in regards to no matter how kind or how giving and, and strictly not to be liked. By, I mean, not, it's not to be like just because it's of service, because I enjoy it, to help others. That I'm now becoming more and more these last several years vilified and, and, and um, by so many people, no matter how kind and giving I might be genuinely, not, to, not for any other reason, because I really like who I am and, and more and every day. I like who I am, but yet I'm still being... Um, not mere, what's it called, projected. Their crap is being projected on me more and more, and I'm finding that more of a pattern. So, quickly, then this question is, is that do you see or feel this lifetime, a past lifetime that might mirror or might something that happened that causes this? Because I want to get rid of that. Kelly, I want them to see me who I exam- am. One exam- can you give one example of something that you do okay. something and then you're vilified? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, just being a good friend and um, someone who, oh God, there's so many. Um, well, at work, you know, the typical, the the, the um, that typical jealousy kind of stuff. No matter how good you are, they want to, you know, that kind of foolishness. But like one, good friends. I'm thinking, I would think friends, somewhat friends, and they turn around and just uh attack me on one phone call and they just tell me I'm just a horrible person and blah 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 and uh that I'm selfish and I'm you know I mean they start to attack me I'm like wait wait I'm sorry and one time I actually said ma'am I mean um you know not to say her name but I said uh, do you have the right Kelly cuz I know you have a couple Kellys no I know who I'm talking to and I'm I'm and this has not happened just once that they will just come and lash out at me or how people will just literally not like me at all. And, and again, hmm. I like who I am, but I'm just curious of where that's coming from because I'm, it just fascinates me. I'm going to still be who I am. It hurts and I process it out quickly, but it's still curious. Um, I, 
I'm getting some stuff, but I, I'm kind of feeling it's not so much past life. There's something to clean up around energy because to imagine somebody just calling you up out of the blue and telling you you're a bad person for no reason. Yeah. What, what are you picking up, What are you picking up, Ronnie? You know, Kelly, this might be hard to relate to, but this is what I've been hearing while you're telling me your story. And, you know, my heart goes out to you. But I will tell you that um, I'm wondering how much you take care of yourself. I'm wondering how much you give versus how much you give to yourself. And if sometimes you overextend in your kindness and your generosity of spirit. And uh, people don't always appreciate that is what you might be experiencing. And so I'm getting that it might be time to give less to others and give more to yourself. I don't know if that resonates with you at all. Oh, that's what I'm doing now. I've pulled up my streets and I've pulled up, I've taken the shingle off of the wall. Yeah, it's done for a while. Yeah. That's really important because what you're doing is you're taking your cues from the universe. And so the universe has showed you that that, your kindness and generosity was not being well received anymore. And you might have overextended yourself even though you felt like you had plenty to give. And so now you can focus and that energy on yourself. And that is where your growth comes from now because Sometimes people just see people in need and they want to help. And they want to help this one and this one and this one and this one. And what happens is you lose the focus of your own life. So it's not that you're doing anything bad or wrong or anything like that, but it's maybe it's really time for you to focus more on your own life, where you're going, what you need, what you want to learn and experience, and where your growth is. Does that make any sense? Yeah, but it doesn't explain how venomous. It, um, I'm experiencing, I mean, it's to the extreme. It's ridiculous. It's got to be something a little bit more than that, I would think. I mean, yes, I am, and I always keep happy in my, my first priority. I've, I'm really good at that, and that people don't get that either because I always make sure I come first. You know, yeah, I don't sacrifice milk or martyr myself ever. That is not my ilk. But I do share in my happiness by just being in a lot of ways, but I do also, I'm, I'm priority one. What was the last thing you said? I'm priority one. Priority one. Good. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. So, um, Marla, are you getting anything on the vilifying? You know, I get the same thing. There's something in the, uh, playing the victim somewhere. And I think in a, as past lives, that pattern could be somewhere it was uh, dragging through. So um, I think well, let me look some – yeah, look at that. I think – because I got the card, uh, the Ten of Swords, you know, stabbed in the back. And I feel like <clears throat> I'm getting a flashback from a life where she was, um, there was some kind of cheating with uh, somebody's husband or something. And, and uh, it's like stabbing in the back. And then the, it's that, that whoever you were at that time, you were, you, you were the one. You were like the mistress. And then now the energy's coming. They're going to get you. That ener- getting energy that's what I got from one of your lifetimes. Um, hmm. Yeah, ask Archangel Michael to come and clear cords. Clear cords. Do a lot of cord cutting. Um, we're going to ask Archangel Metatron to come in right now and just send beautiful green healing light into every cell of Kelly's body and ask Archangel Michael to cut any cords from this lifetime or past lifetime or any any dimension 
on any planet, cutting those cords, just deleting them, erasing them, um, anything that no longer serves Kelly, and allowing her to call back her energy and her power as the high priestess. And just breathing in every morning, just giving thanks for who you are, Kelly, and, and making yourself a priority, doing maybe taking a goddess bath. Really, the, I feel the universe is telling you to also get some more play in, and if there's any interest that you're wanting to do that you're putting off to do it, they're wanting you to fully express yourself. If someone, I, listen, I had two friends last year who just, uh, one of a 52-year friendship and one is a 40-year friendship, decided not to be my friends anymore because they wanted me to do something. You know, they one said what I do is, condemned by the Bible and I would have to repent the tarot and all that. So mm. he's too afraid he could get a curse if he's near me after, after being friends since the third grade, right? Um, another friend decided that if I didn't get the COVID vaccination that we couldn't be friends anymore. So she mm-hmm. wanted me to take a, you know, so, so she, so I let, okay, well, that was pretty uh, venomous, to, you know, so I just released it. Okay. So if somebody comes to you and, and, States, I don't like what you're doing, I don't like something about you, then you can just release them. And what happened was some amazing people came into my life to support me and more magical people, people that are more aligned, and I just breathed and let it go. So I cut cords, cleansing your energy, doing everything that I love to do. It's like no one else is going to dictate what I do or or not do, um, whether it's my business or my body. So um, staying sovereign. And it's okay. I'm not playing the victim. It's like they're not doing, nobody outside of us, just like what I read in that book, nobody outside of us is doing anything to us. It's our reaction. So go ahead, Ronnie. You know, um, I'm also getting some forgiveness work could be helpful because um, you can forgive yourself for any wrongs that you have done consciously or unconsciously from the beginning of time until now. And that wording is really important because, Sometimes we do things without realizing it, and we don't understand how that could possibly be a problem. And um, and forgiving yourself because, you know, if you're confused about why is all this happening or whatever, you just make that blanket statement for yourself. You know, I, I don't know what I did, but I forgive myself for any wrongdoing from uh, the beginning of time until the present moment, and I let it go and I release it. And then you can forgive them, too, for misunderstanding you and for being confused and then for being venomous. And that seems to feel to me like it's going to clear the decks. And this is a Mm -hmm. time of tremendous transformation. And, you know, people are disappearing. You know, it's it's, um, interesting because I myself just had a 32-year-old friendship blow up because I wouldn't take a COVID test before Easter. So um, I think these things are going on. People are exasperated, and you could be getting the brunt end of it more than you're attracting this because of some huge wrongdoing in the past or something like that because you're an empathetic person, and sometimes you get the short end of the stick. So that's what comes to me, that um, just do the forgiveness work and make sure you forgive yourself as long as you know, well, I haven't done anything, but I forgive myself for anything conscious or unconscious. And that will, I think that will also make a difference. Okay. I hope that helps, okay. Kelly. 
All right. Well, I live by the four um, agreements, and so I forgive yeah mm-hmm. myself, and it's I know it's not my energy; it's theirs. So I will definitely do more of a, like you said, overall past life type of forgiveness as well. So that's yeah. a, that's a good thing. But Beautiful. yeah, I don't I don't hold it because it's not mine. It's theirs. It's just, mm-hmm. and it is time of fear and people. It's it's a time to either embrace fear, fear or let it go. Yeah. And a lot of people are embracing fear, and I get yeah. it. I get it. But and I forgive them when they do that. I even told the person, he said, I've already forgiven you. I said, but you know, you're, it's, it's but but um okay, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Ronnie, it's it's a lot of, we've got to realize fear. So the two friends that I lost, it was fear. My The friend that was, uh, didn't want to be friends if I didn't get a vaccine, that came, she even said in her email, I am terrified. So she came from fear. And then my friend who was Christian and said that he could get a curse from me if he's near me because I do the tarot, he was coming from fear. Your friendship that blew up, they wanted you to have a COVID test because they were afraid. Uh, so so there is a lot of, of fear and people are willing to, to, you know, let go of long-term friendships and relationships and not and let go of that love in place yeah. and put fear in the place, you know. So what we just allow them their process and we stay, yep. stay in that love vibration. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much the fear that's happening. Okay. Now we are going to go to eight, four, five area code. Hello. And what is your name, please? Hello. Eight, four, five. Are you still there? Yes. My name hey. is. My, yeah. Hi. What, what's your name? Maria, I call it from New York. How are you? I'm Maria sorry about from it. New York. Wonderful. Great. How can we help you today, Maria? Yes, I got a issue. I got some problem. I got a lawyer involved. The name is David. I want to sue the lawyer. Am I am I good way? You know, you think it's good the lawyer or not? Um, it's kind of hard to understand your accent, Maria. Um, there's somebody named David, and there's a right. lawsuit, and you want to know if the lawyer's good? Yeah, David is the lawyer. David's the lawyer, and you have a yes. lawsuit. He's your lawyer? Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to pull, pull, pull. I'll just you want to sue somebody for me? Oh, okay. And what? How do you feel about it? Do you want to sue that person? I don't know. Yeah, it feels uh, like uh, not. It doesn't. The energy around it feels like you're resistant to it, and someone's this David's pushing you to do it. Maybe so he can make money. Right. Right. So let me just pull some. Uh. Yeah, it's it feels like it's the the oh the three it the three of swords comes in the the ten of wands a lot of painful painful things that there's something painful that happened um, ace of swords we've got some new beginnings though it feels like if you can let this go if you can avoid suing someone and just what happened are you gonna lose you know did you lose did they steal some money or was it a car accident what happened here. It's just briefly. They make a mistake. I make some payment and they make a mistake for me. Okay, I don't understand that. They're making you pay they make something a about payment. Yeah. Oh, they, they make... made a mistake? Yeah. 
Well, what I'm getting is if at all possible you can drop this and move on and cut your losses and, and do some forgiveness work. Um, that's what I'm getting. I don't, the judgment card comes in and that shows that you're, here's Arca, the archangel coming in saying you're going to be taken care of. You don't need to go through this stress of, of suing somebody. Um, I don't like that energy. What are you getting, Ronnie? Well, I got the new moon card, which is always masked in mystery. And so it's, uh, you know, when there's no moon, uh, the sky is dark and it's hard to really see anything or understand anything. <laughs> but the next card I got was a crystal, and that's about focusing. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, line up with you and say, yeah, focus on what you do want, not what you don't want, and, um, and what's best for your energy and what's best for your life. And then go with the flow in that area rather than the resistance because that is what will help you have a more smooth experience in what you're going through. So if you don't feel good about doing the suing, I'm with Marla. I don't think you should do it because it's long and it can be drawn out and painful. So you have to really, really want that in order to have that work to your advantage. Right. I understand. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. Okay. Uh, excuse Great. me. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. I can ask another little question, please. It's the first time yeah, I've what, what, what's the uh, I gotta receive a cellimento about my husband. My husband passed away, and my husband was sick. I gotta get a. I gotta receive a cellimento. You understand? You think I'm gonna receive it soon or gotta wait? Wow. Okay, she's gonna receive a settlement. Right. Oh. Let's see. Is she gonna get it soon or does she have to wait? Right. Um, the King of Pentacles comes in. Yeah, we've got the Pentacles coming in. Ooh, and the Empress card. It feels like it will. And the Pentac- Yeah, it feels like it's going to come in. I'm getting uh, uh, within a few months. Um, do some cord cutting, forgiveness work around the other, the other issue, and I feel like that settlement will come in. Yeah, I. Agree. What are you getting, Ronnie? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I have the quarter moon waxing, which is growing, and whenever things are growing in the moon, they're manifesting, and that to me is a positive mm-hmm. sign. It's halfway there. It's on its way. So I, I think that's a good mm-hmm. sign. Okay. Sure. Thanks, Maria. Okay. Thank you, you very, very much. Nice to talk with you guys. Thank you. God bless. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Okay. Okay, so there's another one. It's just all ones here. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hello. What's your name? Hi. Yeah. My name's Christy. Christy? Okay, how can yes, I help hi. you today? Hi, I was just, um, I don't know. It made me think when you read the opening comment and those words, it just made me emotional. <laughs> I was just like lost oh. what my question even was. Um. Okay. I don't know. Why am I emotional, I guess? <laughs> like when you read what you read so, when you uh, first started the show. Yeah, what I read. So so have you been in some patterns where you're you're tending to look outside yourself uh, in mm-hmm. relationships to be happy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what's your relationship status right now? I don't know. He said he wants to change, and he's, like, desperate to change, and we're going to get help to change, but I don't know. And how does he need to change, in your opinion? What are a couple things? Be faithful. Be faithful? 
Mm-hmm. He okay. wants to, he says, and he wants to go to counseling and talk about it. And that was on his choice. And um, are, are you two married or living together or just dating or what's the status? We've, well, I guess we're not married, but we've been together 26 years. Oh, my goodness, 26 years. Okay. And is this, mm-hmm. is, has this been a, a, a through line yes, through your relationship? Yes. He's been, okay, pattern with yes. him. Okay. So, so Christy, at this point, um, this is where you're going to dig it. You're going to, this will serve you to dig in deep and say, what do I want for my life? What do I deserve? This is making, it's draining you. I feel just the energy that's just been so drained from you. Almost like, is your hair kind of dry? I'm getting mm-hmm. some like dryness. Yeah. Dryness to the hair. I'm feeling like mm-hmm. the, it's all just kind of even drying you out. Your your even some digestion issues, um, almost your heart races. <laughs> I'm just feeling that this is not good for your physical body, your mental, you've put enough into this. You've, you've, you've put in it. You don't need this anymore. So if, if there's any way you're, you're going to make that decision, but if there's a way and you say, look, I'm, uh, this is 26 years of this, I'm going to separate or, you know, you're going to have to decide because it's not, people don't, if he wanted to change, he would, there's this guy, Alan Robarge, um, R-O-B-A-R-G-E, Alan Robarge, and there's a video on YouTube, it's called Wake Up, he's not, no, he says, he's not going to change, wake up, <laughs> And he says, he says, if he, look, if he wanted to change, he would have already been spearheaded. He'd already would have been in, in counseling. He'd already have been working on this. You know, it's it's not, he's not doing it. And so it's mm-hmm. up to, the only thing you can do is for your life, what's going to make you happy instead of waiting for him. Okay, he says he's going to go to counseling. He wants to do this. He wants to change. Well, then that's what he's going to do, what he's going to do. But this is mm-hmm. um, your life. So you're going to make the decision what's going to make you happy in your life, not waiting for somebody else to do something. 26 years is a long time to wait for somebody to, quote, unquote, change. Um, mm-hmm. So he is who he is, and neither that's acceptable to you or not. And there's some deep diving here this year. A lot of, you know, maybe you want to get some therapy or some a coach or uh, some deep energy work, Some uh, start doing some hot yoga. Start doing as much as you can for yourself. Whatever makes you happy, if that's going in the forest, I see some time alone for you, journaling down your feelings, what you deserve, self-worth work. It is it is challenging, especially for women, because we have these connective cords we're nurturing. You think, okay, he's my family. We've been together so long. We have this home together. But ultimately, you have to save yourself at some point. So that's the, the, the space I see. But I do see this taking you down uh, physically, emotionally, and energetically if you don't make a, a switch for yourself. You can't force him mm-hmm. to change. And even if he did, it would take a long time. It's been a long pattern. Mm-hmm. Good getting, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. You know, what I got really aligned with what you got because – I got the first card I got was the cave, and then and you go into the cave to really get to know yourself, to think, to get clear, to figure out what you want, and that's exactly what you've been saying. Is you know that it would be great for her to, you know, really get clear on what does she want in her life, what does she deserve right now. And then the next card was a uh, was the lightning bolt with thunder, and that is about a shakeup. Mm-hmm. So a shakeup mm-hmm. can be a really good thing. 
and mm-hmm. sometimes a shakeup comes in to help you make the decision and uh, and to get clear. But the good news about this reading, this three cards, is that the grapes were the last card, and the grapes are the sweetness of life, the sweetness mm-hmm. of your efforts and labor, harvesting the sweetness after doing a lot of work. So I completely align with what Marla was saying for you, and that if you do the work to get clear about what you want, what you can do, you know, what your part is in this situation or whatever, um, and then decide, well, what do I want and how do I want to do it? And then, you know, if he wants to change, fine, you know, he can change, but you'll be doing what you need to do for you, and that is where the sweetness in life comes back to you in a big way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anything you want to like, comment I know or that. I just don't follow up. Like, I know yeah. that. I just don't know how to get that in me to just go with it. It's about mm-hmm. inner strength. We all have more inner strength than we ever dream of. Right. And a friend of mine says, you're just going to keep doing it till you can't do it no more. And, and, and somebody told me, a, a psychic friend of mine told me something that really – um, impacted me because I had left uh, a marriage at one point, and and uh, she said, and um, she said she has a client, a, a psychic client who has been with a man who is a severe narcissist, very abusive uh, emotionally and verbally, and she's been with him a long, long time. She's now 80 years old, and he's in his 80s, so she's facing mm-hmm. the end of her life, and she is gonna, she's not gonna leave now. You know, so she's mm. so she spent all these thirty or forty years with this man, being being mm. you know abused, and that's going to be the rest of her life till she dies now or he dies, um, because now it's too late. And so you might want to look at that too. How do you want the rest of your life to be? And it could take a bold mm. move on your part, but it's your life. This is your one life mm. that you've got right now. You know, we could talk about past lives, future lives, but this is the one girl. It's it's your show. Yeah. You're the star. Which you know? Do you want to keep a? Do you want to keep showing up for that? Do you want to keep attending that show? You know that that mm-hmm. uh, he's he's um, performing for you. It's 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 a, it's a show. You know, it's a mm-hmm. life is a life is a show. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Anything else, Ronnie? Well, Any you. closing words there? You know, this is the kind of situation where support could be really helpful. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you know. Talk to a professional about this kind of thing can really make mm-hmm. a difference in finding your way and finding the strength to do mm-hmm. what's best for you. So that's one other thing. Are, are you watching those videos on YouTube? There's a lot of them. There's uh, Dr. Romani. There's uh, Lisa Romano. There's um, uh, Dr. Roberta Shaler, Dr. Les Carter. They're all about the narcissistic, uh, you know, relation person. And it's they're really helpful to, to, to watch. Oh, okay. So, okay, I will do that. Yeah, looking on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, it's good idea. Yeah, at least it's mm-hmm. like you're getting some, you're getting some some counseling there right on there. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Doctor Les Les Doctor Les Carter. He's one of my favorites. L E S Carter. Doctor mm-hmm. Les Carter. Take a look at his stuff okay. on YouTube. Thank All right. You so Thank you. Sending you much love, Christy. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Good Thank luck, Christy. So much. Thank you. All right. Bye. Okay. Um, did we do six three zero? Let me see. I, I think we did. Um, 
So that was great. Uh, that's a tough situation, isn't it, Ronnie, when somebody for 26 years has a partner who's not faithful and it's hard to disengage. Yeah, um, very strict because your whole identity gets wrapped up in for that 26 years. And, you know, sometimes you get who they really are on their own. But that would be the best thing for her to, is to remember who she is as an individual and come from the strength um, of that. That's, but that is a very tough situation. Yeah, but once once we disengage and we go through the grief, it could take a year, it could take two years, but then when, when you're out of that, being disrespected, I mean, that's being disrespected to the core, staying in, yeah. a, in, a, in a relationship that long and someone's cheating on you for that long. Um, but then it's on us, it's, it's on us isn't it? It's, 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 we know the pattern of the person, we know what they're doing, so we really can't blame the other person at all. I mean, it's like it's our choice to to uh, continue, continue. Yeah, and that is hard to deal with sometimes. That is true, but, you know, you forget that, oh, I'm the one allowing it. Like if you had no knowledge of yeah. it, that's different. But now that she knows, right. she has to make a choice from living with that knowledge. So, yeah, it's um, it's And it's empowering. Easy, it's empowering. It's empowering to say, I don't want this. This is not... Yeah. This is not fulfilling. This is not nurturing. I don't want this behavior. So that's right. Um, I I just do. I had relationships in the past that they were they treated me so badly, and then at one point, I was crying to my father. At one of them, I was when I was in my 30s and married for seven years to this guy, and finally he says, "You know, Marley, you must like it. Otherwise, you'd leave. You know why? You must like it then, because you know you keep crying about the same thing." And I thought about it, and it, I'm like, yeah, if if I don't like it, then, you you know, because we hope and dream somebody else is going to change, but who, who wants to be changed? They are who they are. Um, yeah. And we can't expect it. Yeah. Wow, so. that is such a good point, though, because I had a job earlier on in my career. It was seven years. It was a corporate job, and I was so unhappy. I had to work my butt off, and I did really well. I got promoted a lot, and I made a lot of money, but I was so miserable, and I I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to leave because I didn't want to do the same thing in the same industry, but I didn't feel like I had any other choices, and I think that's really what it boils down to, whether you're with a man or in the wrong job or whatever it is, because you have to believe there are other choices or it's impossible to walk away, and so mm-hmm. we get Stuck, mm-hmm. thinking that, well, mm-hmm. what choice do I have? I can mm-hmm. stay or I can have yeah. nothing. And that actually, unfortunately, is not the truth. Or fortunately, because if you can start to see the other possibilities, then you might feel motivated to go your own way, whether it's leaving your job or leaving your mate or whatever it is, because that's the first chance you get to make a decision from a place of power. Yes, and it's looking at what what is – and looking back, so what the coaching I do with the boundary coaching and the reinvention coaching, we take a look back at childhood and where we made that underlying commitment to not honor ourselves, to not love ourselves enough. Maybe a parent, Or maybe we saw uh, our father cheating on our mother, or maybe we have, were abandoned or bullied as a kid or came from an alcoholic home or somewhere – Somewhere we made that underlying commitment subconsciously that, you know, and then we repeat, repeat the pattern. Um, 
I'm watching that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard uh, a trial. I think they're on day 10 or something today. And, and you see how Johnny Depp's uh, underlying commitments played out. His mother was very abusive. She'd throw things at him. She was verbally, uh, wow. emotionally, and physically abusive to him as a child. And, uh, well, he picked now this, you know, this, uh, his ex-wife was, would throw things at him and, and scream at him and, and insult him. And, uh, then he, and he became an alcoholic and was using drugs and then he'd become toxic and angry instead of leaving. Um, so even at, you know, he's almost 60 years old and it's still playing out. So, so we, it'll just keep going until we take a look and, and see and clear, clean it up. Yeah. And I think yeah. if there's a way that you can consider that you do have other choices, these are not your two, only two choices. You know, I just did a podcast with Bob Doyle from uh, years ago mm-hmm. from the C. I I know Bob. Do you? Yeah, and now doing rewiring yeah. your brain. And he's saying uh-huh. he he was talking about his own divorce, and he said that he uh-huh. thought every time he saw an email from his ex-wife, he had to be miserable because he didn't like oh. her, he didn't see what was going on. And so every time he'd have this massive reaction or whatever, and he finally woke up to the idea mm-hmm. that this is not the only truth there is. And I don't have to be stuck in this pattern because I can consciously choose a different response and a different pattern. And that just completely shifted his energy in a massive way mm-hmm. so that started getting email he was like whatever and he it lost its charge it didn't trigger him Mm -hmm. anymore and he says that's what he does with the whole rewiring the brain because we always fall into this trap of believing we don't have any choices i can stay or i can go and be alone and those are not the only choices but Mm -hmm. we think they are and so that's real to us so when you recognize that there's so many possibilities that life is not just black and white, but there are so many shades of gray, more than 50. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> there, are, there are a lot of possibilities if we can make room for them, if we can open up to them, if we can consider the possibility of them, then it could be we don't have to stay and suffer. Or if we leave, right. we won't alone and suffer. That new things can happen. And there's nothing wrong with being alone. And after somebody's been in a relationship like that for a long time, it would not be advisable to jump in with somebody else anyway. It's oh, good to be, spend some time on your own. And the decluttering, the decluttering, I, I've been talking about this a lot. I gave away my 36th bag to the Goodwill since September the other day. And um, it just feels, feels so good. And, and then if you want to make a move, you're lighter. You've got, you're only taking with you the only things that really uh, that you love, that you use, uh, that and and it o- also opens up the energetic channels and um, changes the energy around things too. By just you, you feel like you're more in charge of your life and you're not so bogged down. Yeah, and, I can. Yeah. I mean, personally, I can see how that would work and be so revitalizing and re-energizing because you're not bogged down. And so that's also mm-hmm. goes for. You know, we were talking about earlier friendships and how, you know, friendships are ending and things are shifting and changing. And even though it's not maybe what we would choose, it still Mm -hmm. lightens up opportunities for some new things to come in because nature abhors a vacuum, right? The universe doesn't like a vacuum. 
And so when there's an empty space, it will fill it. And if you make room, you could get wonderful things that you never planned on or imagined or thought of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Ronnie, thank you so much. Uh, tell everybody your website again. Oh, thank you, Marla. It's never too late dot biz, or if you just Google Ronnie and Ryan, you will find me, and I would be happy to assist in any way. Yes, and if anybody needs some um, coaching, some or reading, um, just just contact us, and we look forward to connecting again. And thanks, Ronnie. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Much love. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at The Mystical Matchmaker or my website, MarlaMartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day.